Hello, and welcome back. Uh, you know, I really, I really got to figure out a different uh, kind of intro to this thing. I, I still don't like anything that I've said when this podcast starts, so I, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Um, <laughs> this is the Missional Community Leader Coaching Podcast, and uh, so uh, to the you know, to you guys that are listening to it, um, man, thanks for uh, taking the time out of your day to, to give this a listen each week. And uh, yeah, I just am so grateful for uh, all that all that you guys are doing, how you're leading, how you're caring for the, the people in your missional communities, whether that be Flint, Fowlerville, or Ypsilanti, uh, just beyond, beyond thankful uh, for for your leadership and uh you know you guys you guys really are on the front lines of this uh and how we are uh, caring for these people and loving them uh even you know even more so than than I am you may not think that uh but from from my perspective I can tell you uh that that this is very very true so uh, thank you, thank you for partnering with me. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for being on this, on on this uh, Acts thirteen journey with me. I really appreciate you guys. Um, so uh, we are uh, in Easter week, and uh, so I am going to be doing something a little bit differently uh, for Easter week uh, for um, for the folks that are uh, a part of Acts thirteen. Uh, so Fowlerville MC and uh, the Creekside MC, I am going to do a uh, pastor's prayer parade, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's just going to be me driving past people's houses, uh, slowing down or stopping, you know, kind of stopping there at the end of their driveways, waving to folks and, uh, you know, just laying my eyes on them and, uh, you know, praying, praying for each family as I do, and uh, you know, speaking, uh, and maybe maybe speak a blessing uh, to each family as well. So uh, that's that's kind of a big thing here this Holy Week. I, I think as leaders during this time, uh, we have uh, the unique opportunity to really show and express our care and concern for the folks uh, in our in our missional communities. And uh, that can look like something as simple as shooting a text to people or giving them a phone call um, or kind of whatever is in your wheelhouse. If you're, a, if you're a, a phone person, then by all means, give people a phone call. If you're a text person, shoot them a text. Uh, it really doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is uh, them knowing that you're thinking about them, them knowing that you care about them, that you love them. I know I'm in uh, pretty constant, I feel like I'm in pretty constant connection uh, and communication with uh, with a good variety of folks within our different missional communities. And uh, so that's, that, that's important stuff. Um, I want you to, and I really, I really would like you to think through what it looks like for you to practice self-care. I know I've mentioned this before, uh, and perhaps I'm just speaking to myself here. 
uh, because this has been, I think this has been a, a bit of a struggle for me uh, during this time. I shared a little bit on Sunday night, uh, kind of about where where I'm at uh, with with everybody, uh, you know. And, and I know for me, I am in a place uh, that is um, where I'm I'm struggling right with uh, with some of my, uh, you know, so mentally, emotionally, I guess, uh, because of the loss of embodied presence. It's really, really hard. Uh, I'm learning, I'm learning more and more how important, uh, just physicality is to me. And so one of the, one of the significant things that I am doing for self care is, uh, I am going for walks with Amy and, uh, in walks alone and those times uh, have become very sweet. Uh, you know, on the one hand, sweet because of, of the extra time with Amy and the conversations that we get to have. Uh, th- those are great. And, uh, but there's something about feeling the ground beneath my feet. There's something about feeling the, the wind on my face, of hearing the birds outside, of hearing the cars go by of, uh, as we walk through our neighborhood seeing friends out on bikes or friends out for walks and waving uh, to people who are part of our congregation and people who are not a part of our congregation, but I pray that someday will be. And, um, and so all of that, all of that uh, kind of being done in, in the body uh, has become very important for me. And, uh, you know, and that's that's become a, a significant significant part of my self care. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out some other things, uh, and but nothing nothing compares to really being with people. And as much as I want Zoom meetings or Google Meet uh, to meet that need, uh, it's not. And I'm finding that uh, those those gatherings are leaving me with um, a greater sense of longing and a greater sense of frustration. And so I am really needing, from a, again, from a self-care perspective, I am limiting uh, pretty intentionally how much I am uh, on those Zoom gatherings. So... I'm curious what you all are doing. What does self-care look like for you during the stay-at-home order? Uh, what are you doing to belay your anxieties, to set aside fear? What are you doing to uh, to really care for yourself, to put you in the best possible position, to love people well, and to care for uh, your missional community? Because our our ability to love our neighbor as ourself is truly limited by by the love we have for ourselves, and so uh, self care is, is is absolutely essential because it is us it is us practicing uh, self love. So, what does it look like for you? Um, but I'd love love to have a conversation about that. Would love to hear what 
what you guys think. Um, we, as we are moving forward now, uh, here uh, into Easter week and beyond, uh, we are uh, we are going to spend some time in the books of Psalms and Proverbs. Oh, excuse me. I just apparently didn't get to sleep last night. All right. <laughs> or I need more coffee. One of the two. Anyway, um, we are going to be uh, spending some time together as community uh, in the Psalms and Proverbs. And uh, so what does that look like? Uh, what, 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 do I, what do I mean by that? Well, uh, I'm calling this, uh, this little series uh, Songs and Sayings, Words for the Journey. Because, you know, here's the reality. Uh, music and wisdom. Music and wisdom. That, isn't, that, isn't that what, what, what takes us all on our journeys? You know, you hit a road trip, what do you do? Listen to some tunes, throw on some music, sing, sing loud. I know when I get tired, uh, it's like karaoke time in the car. Uh, and, and wisdom, wisdom... Uh, whether it's it's tidbits from your parents or grandparents or just family sayings, these are the kinds of things that get passed down from generation to generation that we pass on to our kids. And eventually, someday, our kids are going to go, oh my God, I sound just like my mom or I sound just like my dad. Uh, whatever it is, right? These sayings, these little pieces of us. And in our faith family is no different. We have songs and we have sayings. Uh, Psalms and Proverbs. That's what the word psalm, the word psalms, mean is songs. This is the songbook of of our faith family, and it is filled with uh, happy songs. It is filled with sad songs. It is filled with traveling songs. It is filled with worship songs. It is it is filled with uh, angry psalms songs. Uh, I, I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff. In the book of Psalms, uh, in this in this songbook for the family of faith, and then Proverbs, you know, it's it's a collection of wise sayings, truisms, things that are important for us to know, uh, so that we can engage this world with wisdom. Wisdom is applied knowledge, and that is what we find in the book of Proverbs. We we might read through it and be like, wow, that I don't know, man, I don't know what I think about that one. But when we look at it from a principle or a wisdom standpoint, the book of Proverbs becomes very, very helpful. And and so we need both of these things. We need songs. They bring color and joy and and, and, and heart. They help us communicate our heartbreak and our lament. And we need the sayings. We need the words of wisdom that help us make sense of a messed up world. Uh, because no matter no matter where we're at, the, the world the world is, is messed up. Because we live in a world where people don't love their neighbor as themselves, and uh, and as a result, this world this world is, is screwy, and uh, and we see it every day, we experience it every day, and uh, so uh, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into Psalms and Proverbs, songs and sayings, journey, words for the journey, and uh, and we're gonna just spend we're gonna spend some time here. This will really take us up into uh, into June. I'm figuring the next ten weeks or so. Uh, do five psalms, five proverbs, and uh, and they'll take us up to uh, the summer sabbatical where we kind of say, hey, as missional communities, uh, 
you know, gather, but gather at different people's houses and party and have fun and, uh, and kill, you know, don't, you don't need to worry about structure. Just get together and be with one another on Sunday nights, wherever that may be. But the one place it can't be is at the regular place uh, where missional community is hosted. And so uh, that means Webby's, you catch a, you catch a break for, uh, for about five, six weeks in there. And uh, for the roses, it's five or six, you know, a good six week little break. And so uh, I'd encourage you guys to, to, you know, that's, that's what, that's the plan. So help, help get your folks ready for that. Um, but until then, uh, we are, we are going to spend time in these songs and sayings. And so, uh, this week we are going to, uh, we're going to start at the beginning. Psalm one, right? Book one, Psalm one, the book of Psalms, the songbook of our family faith is, uh, is broken up into five books, and uh, and this is the this is the first one. The book one goes through uh, Psalms one through forty one, and uh, Psalm one reads like this: "As blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on His law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither." Whatever they do prospers, not so the wicked, they are like chaff, and the wind that the wind blows away, therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Now, uh, one of the things that we are going to find in the songs of our faith is that uh, they, they tend to have this very interesting structure. It's called a chiasm, uh, where you have kind of parallels that, that meet in the middle. So in, in this case, uh, you have, uh, you know, one connects with six, you know, blesses the one who does not walk in step with or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction, right? You know he's blessed. The, the man, the man who does not walk in the way of the wicked, is blessed because the Lord watches over his way, uh, because the the Lord cares for him. The Lord is is always on the lookout for him. Uh, verse five, right, uh, and and two. Um, you know, therefore the the wicked will not stand in the judgment. Uh, whereas, you know, whereas the, the man who is blessed, you know, verse two, whose delight, the, the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord meditates it on day and night. I mean, this is, you know, he's, he's able to stand, right? He's able to stand, um, because his delight is in the law of the Lord. And then, uh, you kind of get into the center of this. Uh, which is verse three, the person is like, you know, that person, the, the, the blessed one, the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord is like a tree planted by streams of water. Uh, and that is, that is directly in opposition to uh, the wicked who is like chaff. So a tree is everlasting, right? A tree stands, a tree is in, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't move. It's planted, it's rooted. And, uh, and yet the wicked, they're like chaff. They're blown away. I have these, I have these uh, cool uh, bushes 
on the side of my house or plants on the side of my house. They, they flower and they, they make these like big, beautiful white snowballs, uh, but they only stay big, beautiful, and white for so long and then they become, uh, and then they just blow away. The beauty lasts for a moment and they blow away. Uh, but yet the tree, the tree that's out front uh, blossoms and turns green and then turns red. And, and even in the winter, uh, it's, 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 it's bare branches are still beautiful. And, uh, and so there is this, this strength of being rooted uh, as a tree as opposed to uh, you know, the thing that flashes beauty for a moment. And that's kind of the way, right? I mean, those, those who are grounded and rooted in, in justice, in righteousness, in pursuing the good, in pursuing the beautiful, uh, they, they have a staying power that, that, that doesn't go away. Uh, the, but, but those who are wicked, those who pursue evil, who pursue injustice, who pursue greed and gain and that kind of thing uh, at, the, you know, at, the, at the expense of others, um, they are like chaff. They're, they're quickly, they, they look brilliant for a moment and then they, and then they blow away. They disappear. And, uh, and this is, this is the way, um, this is the way that, that we begin to see our song, this song, uh, this first song sets the picture for the entire songbook. The entire songbook is a call back to this reality is a call to, to meditate and delight in the law of the Lord, to delight in the words of, of our God. Uh, because, and we do so through song. Songs, songs move us. And, uh, and this, is, this whole thing uh, is, a, is an exercise of faith and connecting our faith with our heart and our emotions, our feelings which we have been told for so long in the evangelical world that our feelings or emotions are bad or wrong, uh, but they're not, right? God, God has given us emotions. He's given us feelings. Jonathan Edwards referred to them as the affections. Um, and so we, we need to connect deeply here. There's so many emotive words throughout this, this psalm. And, and so as we go through these songs, I want you to be particularly, take particular notice of emotion and feeling, uh, because that is what these songs do, is they, they connect our faith and our heart and our emotions, and they help draw us out from uh, our cold, uh, intellectual approach uh, to, to our God, um, and really connect us. Uh, with this divine dance that is happening uh, and that we are called into. Uh, and we do so by meditating and delighting in, in the Lord. So uh, Psalm 1, uh, that's, that's where we're going to go. And, uh, and what's, what's pretty awesome, uh, I think, about, about these songs is we're going to still use those same five questions, right? We're going to still use... The, the ones we've been we've been using. What do you like? What stands out? What don't you like? What don't you understand? Uh, what what do you learn about God? What do you learn about people? And, and how do we need to respond? But it takes on a different flavor because they're songs, because they're poetry. But the questions still work. 
And um, so let's, uh, so I'd, I'd encourage you to spend some time there. If there's a particular psalm that you love, please let me know. And we'll make sure to cover that. There's a particular proverb, uh, chapter in Proverbs that you dig, or a section in Proverbs that you dig. Please let me know, and uh, so we can make sure we cover that too. Uh, but this is this is what we're going to be doing for the next few weeks, and uh, and at least until until the uh, stay-at-home order is lifted, I will be facilitating uh, missional community on Sunday nights. I just I just feel like it's important. Uh, for me to uh, to kind of do that, and uh, and it also gives me an opportunity uh, to kind of be in multiple places all at once, right? I can be in Fowlerville, and I can be uh, in Flint, and I can be uh, in the Creekside Missional Community all at the same time, and uh, and that's that's pretty remarkable if you think about it. Uh, so this is a this is a fun, good, unique time, and uh, you know we're we're gonna try to leverage it and. Uh, love, love our missional community as well. So again, thank you guys for everything that you do. As always, if there is something more you want in this podcast, something that will be a greater value add, please let me know. Please tell me. Um, and, uh, so that way we can, we can add to it. All right. Uh, thanks guys. And, uh, I'll be, I'll be talking at you throughout the week, of course. Uh, but, uh, we'll see you next week, uh, for another missional community leaders podcast. Peace.